Hi, welcome to Agora Community Radio, the podcast for artists in the animation industry who want to listen and learn on the go. This episode is from our A Conversation With series, where we invite pros from all walks of our industry to have a chat with us about their background and experiences, and then we finish it off with a little Q&A from the audience. You can always head on over to our website, agora.community, to watch the full video, or if you just want to listen to what we think are the most interesting bits and pieces of these conversations, you can listen to the Agora Bytes clips on this channel. And now, sit back, relax, and enjoy this episode. A big hello to all my fellow Agorians and everybody else out there watching the stream. Uh, we have yet another conversation with today, with um, myself and David Hubert. Um this is uh, a pretty, um, I think it's a, a notable one, but before I, I dig into it, I'm going to bring in David just so we can uh, get his beautiful face on here. Hello, David. Oh, hi, Brent. Hi. Surprise, surprise. Here I am. It, it's been a while since I didn't do this fake surprise, so you, I felt that yeah, you know, it since was, I missed yesterday Q&A, I felt it was appropriate yes. to come back strong. Yes. Yeah, it was actually just to show you how out of the loop you are. It wasn't yesterday; it was actually Tuesday. But um, yeah, see, thanks, thanks. I, it's summer, va- kind of half yes. vacation, but still yes. working at the same time. Somebody I have no idea. Crazy. When are we? It, uh, it's I, Sunday, right? I, well, it's I don't know. It's a day. It's a day during the week. So we've um, we've had a lot of amazing people on this show, um, and uh, we've had like you know everywhere anyone anyone from like supervisors from DreamWorks. We've had um, people that are very prolific. Um, and generous with their time, putting all their stuff out there um, on online. And uh, we've actually had two people so far that actually are very prolific, and everyone seems to know them online. Well, actually, we've had more than that because there's been a there's a big a big big handful. But I think two notable people would be Sir Wade and um, JD Haas. Um, so it was only a matter of time before this wonderful individual has showed up on this uh, this show. So we've we've actually had her in the schedule for quite a while, and we've yeah. been um, anticipating this day for quite some time. So um, of course, this particular person is um, a Mexican-born actress of 15 years. Um, ended up somehow finding herself uh, lured in by this crazy world that we call animation, and um, she's uh, I guess over the last several years found way interesting ways of of combining those two talents. And of course. Uh, I don't know where she finds the spy to spare time like all these other people, but she also is a, has a lot of content on on YouTube. So yeah. let everyone can give me a sec. Oh, you're going to say something? I kind of cut you off. Sorry about that. Go. No, just uh, I think she has a super interesting uh, background. I'm definitely looking forward to this uh, conversation. I, I just like the energy that she has in mm. her uh, on uh, all the video that she does on YouTube. Uh, as well so uh and as for wade uh, sir wade sorry uh i think that's in the future you're I think right we still have you, to he, we haven't had a conversation with you're right but he has been on the stream a couple times um yes. i think uh, he's been on adam bingo with me and yeah. i think we had him on something i can't remember what it was but just can't get enough of sir wade just can't get enough of sir wade yeah. okay so let uh everyone can welcome uh help, help me and welcome uh none other than um ilze zamaripa i think i said that right she's going to give me the grade when she comes in almost Almost. Yeah, I know. It's just I don't have the R. I'm not Latin. Come on. No, it's the Il Se. <laughs> oh, did I do it again? Yeah. Il Se. She even helped me. You, she, did, did, it I get a, it? you did it great. Uh, you see, did David. It. <laughs> <laughs> to French people, I, I, I tell them it's like Il Se, like yeah. he knows, and that's uh, it. And for good. people who speak English, I say, imagine an eel, and yeah. then what does the eel say? Il Se. Just like that. Pretty simple, straightforward. Mm, mm, I know. I know the song. What does the fox say? I exactly. know that one. Yeah, similar, it's a little bit like similar. that. It's kind of the same thing. Welcome <laughs> well, to the show. Thank you for having 
me. You yeah, guys it's are awesome, awesome to have you here. Your introduction was super sweet. I appreciate all your your nice words. And I love what you're doing with Agora. I think it's such a big project. When I was invited to to join and to upload my videos and to to form a part of it, I I was shocked to discover this because there's you know the studio and there's mm. also all these amazing things that you're doing for the community. So mm. I, I appreciate it and I think that's really really kind of you. Well, we appreciate you, and that's why you're here because you've been doing this way before we did. You know, like you know, there's people like you that trailblaze this, and we decided to come along and try to force multiply by putting all these amazing people you know, kind of kind of together in a way so that we can sort of you know, get people to discover all the, the amazing content that's out there because not everyone knows um, where to look, you know? So, but thank you. It's awesome to have you here and thank great you. minds think alike, think alike, I guess, really. At the end of the day. I'm get, I get <laughs> awkward when there's, when there's, when there's praise that floats around, I don't know what to do. I'm just going to just blush and I'll let David do the talking for a while. <laughs> yeah. You need to prepare some automated answers. I for, do. <laughs> for I praise. Do. I know. I'm not good at it. I'm not good at it. So uh, you'll say one thing for sure. Each time we have those conversations, we, we try to have the first hour as you know casual conversation. We have a few ideas of where the conversation can go, but then it's going to organically go in direction that we, we don't know. And then we try to keep the last uh, half hour for, for question from, for, from the chat. Um, and this first hour goes really fast. So let's just, uh, we'll leave you five, two to five minutes just to do a little introduction of yourself for those that might not know who it says Zamaripa I'm is. timing you. I'm timing you. <laughs> exactly. No you're you're oh, going to wow. get the horn, okay? You're going to get one of these. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, How so much? watch out. So just... is, it, is it one minute, 30 seconds? How much time? I'm just kidding. You have anywhere between two and five minutes. <laughs> oh, that's a lot of time. <laughs> you're good. <laughs> you're good. My life. No, um, well, I am an actress. I've been an actress, like they were saying, for... 16 years now. I oh. started acting from a very young age. I, I loved it. I never quit school because I also loved learning. And that was like the only condition my family gave me. You need to be a straight A student hmm. if you want to do this other side gig, <clears throat> like, a, like a hobby. And so I started <laughs> doing, pursuing acting and I did movies. I did soap operas, a lot of short films, commercials, acting and TV shows, everything, everything you can possibly do. It was so much fun. And later I decided that, yes, I loved acting, but a big part of my heart wanted to pursue something a little bit more technical, a little bit more challenging. Acting is very challenging, but in another kind of technical way. And the only thing I knew was I loved art in general. I loved singing. I loved dancing. I loved sculpture. I loved everything that had to do with it. So then I decided, then I, I saw somebody sculpting in Seabrush and I was like, oh my God, what is that? I need to be able to do that. And that was kind of like the point where I chose mm -hmm. that line. To that was go the spark. There. there was a huge spark. And so I started in going to university and studying animation, all the, you know, branches of animation that include texturing, modeling as a whole career. And I pursued it here in Mexico. I studied at Tec de Monterrey, maybe some people know it. And then I won uh, an internship. I was like the only chosen to go to France. And I continued my studies there in a school called Supanfocom, 
Rubika. <laughs> and it was so much fun. Like, wow, the things I learned there were amazing. And I ended up working with Gobelin as well. And I, I did a short, short film there. And then I was invited by Pixar to Annecy. And the ostrich like, one, right? That's the yeah, short film. Yeah, ostrich politic. Did you see it? It's, it's, yeah, wow. it's awesome. Yeah, hoo -hoo, shout out to the director. And then we, yeah, I, I then became um, a judge lead for different contests around the world. I started working as well. I got gigs um, in France, in also in Spain, in back in Canada, then in Mexico, United States. So it's been a crazy ride. And, <laughs> and yeah, it's like here and there. And I miss acting somehow. I haven't acted much because of all the things that have been happening at the same time. But yeah. I am pretty blessed about having this and being in this position. And yeah, I just love what I do and I kind of want to keep pushing it. Um, I'm pretty sure that your background in acting uh, kind of had an impact mm -hmm. on your uh, animation Right, because yeah, that's my decision, right? yeah, yeah, because yeah, that's something you know coming from completely the uh, other side with no acting uh, uh, background at all. I don't know uh, about you, Brent, but you know, working on those first animated feature when I, you know, kind of learned of oh, actually filming refer references <laughs> helping, and then you start yeah. to film your own reference, and you feel super awkward, and then yeah. you film with others and all that. Um, I imagine that for you, this part was totally <laughs> natural. So, how do you feel that it kind of influenced your own animation skills or workflow or whatnot? Well, being a good actress makes everybody mm. believe that I'm an animator. So, yeah. <laughs> so I think that's good. Uh, no, I'm kidding. Uh, but yeah, yeah, totally. I think if you want to be a good character animator, you got to learn acting. Yeah, I agree. It's, it's basically, it goes hand in hand. And mm. I know that all my animator friends, hmm. even if some of them are shy and some of them are a little bit more, you know, to themselves, they deep down, they love yeah. acting because that's, that's what we it. do. We make a character yeah. act that's and it. interpret something and that's it's part of the fun and that's one reason that i why i decided to go to animation i was like may as well use all these years <laughs> yeah. of like career leverage it Get, else. squeeze yeah. as much blood out of that stone as yeah. possible i was also interested in 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 other branches i really loved modeling mm. i really liked texturing i i loved plenty of things but i decided later i i, I remember i saw the animators and i was like these guys are insane like being able mm. to do a little bit of everything the animators just were like gods to me. We're like, I thought I would never be able to do that. I, I, I seriously stood back and I was like, I am never going to do something like that. That's insane. These people are crazy. And then one day I was like, that's what I'm going to do. That's what I want to do. Yeah. And combined with the acting, I think it was a great choice. Complicated, so but very fun. What's, I mean, your workflow then, is, like, do you heavily use your own reference then for your workflow? Like, do you, are you, is that your sort of secret sauce that you can leverage your acting sort of skills and experience by getting a good reference and then kind of working off of it? I hope yeah. so. I hope so. I get a lot of feedback, positive feedback on my references usually. Mm. More when it comes to acting, I really like developing characters. You know, when a character has a very strong personality and you get to be in the beginning of a show where everybody's planning it out and mm. coming up with ideas. Oh, yeah, I love yeah. it. That's like mm. so much, so yeah. much fun. And I am passionate about it. So, yeah, that yeah. and and also 
I think the people skills that acting has given me, mm. um, you know, the, the ability to go there and just talk to people and don't be shy about it or pretend not to be. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> wear a good mask at least, right? Yeah, wear a good mask. <laughs> uh, I think that's, that's important. And that's something I would recommend everybody out there. Just take some acting lessons and your life will change a lot. I totally yeah. agree with that. Yeah, that's definitely for those that do not have this acting background or are shy introverts or just not interested to put themselves yeah. in a position. It's still a very good and valuable uh, exercise just to get out of your comfort zone, which is 100%. something in general that that, that, that is good. Yeah. Um, but yeah, force yourself to to do it if you if it really doesn't uh, work. I mean, even when um, on some animated feature that I worked on, there are some animator, really good animators, but they were just too shy introverts. So they had other people mm -hmm. film reference for, for them. And, you know, their animation were uh, still uh, still amazing. Although I don't know if they felt that they 100% mm -hmm. owned the performance mm -hmm. because they were uh, actually, it was actually coming from uh, from others. But is that something that you ever had to have been requested for to mm -hmm. shoot I was reference for? for other animators than yourself uh, yeah 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 yes i have <laughs> yes i have and the, the funniest thing is sometimes the character is not even a lady you know mm -hmm. <laughs> it can be an ogre or something and they're Amazing. like Lisa, come come help me you're the actress and, come on you can yeah, do it it's really fun and vice versa i i'm also like hey just help me i cannot figure this out i think yeah. that's that's a good thing about being in a workplace i actually miss it i i miss working mm -hmm. in a you yeah. know, side by side with your peers. I think totally. you learn so much more. Yeah. Well, it's just, it's like, it's like the electric, like not being around the energy I find difficult, you know, like there's only so mm. much you can pick up. Like, I mean, th th these conversations are fun, but, so, but it's like, it's still like, it, wouldn't it be cool if we were all sitting on a patio having this conversation? Yeah, of course. Yeah, like, it's just something, together. yeah, like it just doesn't quite, it's not the same. I and mean, we're, we're social animals, right? Like at the end of the day, we are meant to be among others. And um, this is great, and it's nice in a pinch, like we've all been in for for the last several uh, months. But um, but it's just not the same. I totally agree. Yeah. yeah, and one thing that I really miss is that you're animating, right? You're at your desk and you're animating, mm -hmm. and you're like, hm, something doesn't look quite right. And you turn and you're like, hey, what do you think? And then there, <laughs> th this brainstorm starts, and you have all your friends just gathering and seeing your shot, and yeah. they're like, yeah, yeah, that doesn't look right. That looks amazing. This, this, this. Yeah. And or or just like having, I I have my one of my best friends who was my supervisor. He was sitting next to me, Harry, and I would peek at his work, and I would be like, whoa, how did you do that? And he'd be like, oh, let me teach you. And he he'd mm. go all cool because he's super technical and I feel like wow so yeah. the amount of things you can learn by just picking at other people's workflow I think is missing it's like yeah. a little bit yeah uh, that, that's been a recurring theme for sure in the discussion that we had in the last few weeks in the Q&A that we do on a weekly basis because there's this big question of you know okay when things come back to normal uh how is it go, go, going to be because there's some people that never want to go back to the studio ever again others that never want to be working from home ever again but the vast majority are like yeah i kind of want to have both i want to have yeah. flexibility because it, it, uh, even uh, even you right now 
are uh, back in Mexico, close to your family, working in remote, which is maybe an opportunity that you wouldn't have had uh, if it was not for this situation that mm -hmm. we're all working remotely. But it's it's really to find this balance because, as you said, there's those. You know, it, it's great working from home when you want to just concentrate and have no distraction and do your thing. And obviously there's yeah. no commuting, but at the same time, those impromptu uh, uh, discussion, those little brainstorm, basically what you provide is, uh, yeah, you, you can do it in remote. There's the tools to do it, but no one does it because, you know, there's too much friction to create this kind of, or at least no one, I, I feel, figured out completely so yeah and i also think it depends on your personality i'm a very outgoing people kind of person so not being around people actually like lessens my energy instead of helping mm. me so yeah i kind of miss it i i love the commodities that come with working at home just like being able to manage your time i'm in a studio that's amazing and super flexible so I can start work really early and work really early as well. It's, it's that kind of freedom that I think was missing from a studio. So maybe if we could kind of like yeah. combine the best of both worlds, that'd be, that'd be amazing. Yeah. Well, at least it's been proven that it can be done, right? So now it's up to the studios and like all the people that run them to kind of come up with that sort of. And I think what you're going to see for a while is you're going to see a little bit of you know, interesting competition in that particular market. I think you're going to mm -hmm. see some studios are going to pretend like nothing ever happened. They're going to just try to go back to usual sort of business as usual. And there's going to be other studios going to be like, no, 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 we're going to go right ahead and we're going to provide flexibility because we now prove that we can and we feel like we're going to be more competitive um, in the marketplace and more people are going to like, it's, it doesn't always come down to money, right? It comes down to the environment. It comes down to the flexibility and all these other things. There are some, in some cases, much more valuable to certain people than, than, than a you know than a salary so mm -hmm. i think that what you're going to see is that's going to be a, a, a whole new dimension to studio yeah. selection and uh we'll see some dinosaurs go extinct i think i think it's what we're going to see honestly <laughs> i honestly like that's what's going to happen i i was reading this morning that a lot of big companies are actually like there was an estimate of millions of meters that are going to be taken away from offices that were huge in this yeah. huge mm. buildings and everything yeah. is going to disappear because a lot of companies have realized that it's way cheaper to have people working at home. Yeah. So we are, we're yeah. going to see, I think also, I am no one to say this, but I think par parenthood, like for people who have young kids at home, it must be amazing to be able to share all that time with them. Because yeah. that's not always the case in, in, no, in different scenarios. Normally not the case. I fun, yeah. Funny story, I actually, one year before the pandemic, I actually took steps to actually find a job that I could work from home. And oh. I was a, I was a special little snowflake for about a year, and then the friggin' pandemic ruined that for me. And now I'm not. I'm just like everybody else. I, to, I totally felt special, but you know, whatever, whatever. I was here first, everybody. So yeah, take yeah. take a number. But yeah, it was it was exactly for that reason because I have. Oh well, she's turning six tomorrow, actually. Oh, um, yeah, she's getting big. So so that was my primary reason is because it was just right. difficult. Like I wasn't seeing a lot of her at all. I'd see her when I drove her into daycare, and then like not a lot other than that. So it was it was nice. Suddenly now I'm always picking her up. I was dropping her off and picking her up. It was amazing. Yeah. Like That's I saw a so lot sweet. more of her. Hey, may I ask you something? How do you how do you manage it with your wife? If I if I may ask, or with your couple, how how do you interact with the kid and 
does one work do you both work mm. do you both take care of her how do you do it I oh think that's going to be interesting because mine are 10 and 12 now which is yeah. very different than being a six because they're yeah. almost yeah, yeah. small autonomous you know yeah, super small they're, they're yeah. almost independent, or at least they want to be at that age yeah um <laughs> but yeah I, I would say for us and we're both working uh you know from home remotely uh um, as well so yeah it's just it's the the biggest trap is since you're working from home there's no more physical you know difference between home and work so yeah. those that would have tendency to be workaholic uh it, mm -hmm. it would be very tempting to just put the kids on the the mm -hmm. ipad and continue to work for mm -hmm. uh, you know uh, super long so i would say for us it was just uh, I, we have very you know, uh, I don't want to say rigid because we don't feel it's rigid, but we have a routine. We start exactly okay. at the same time. We stop at the same time. I go prepare dinner as she continues to to work. We have di dinner around seven. Uh, they're going to go at bed uh, at nine. So at nine, we often go back to work maybe from nine, 10, uh, 11 maximum. And then so it's just to have a routine, a schedule that's going mm -hmm. to work out that you kind of figure out, OK, what would be the best schedule? OK, let's do that and stick to it. Yeah, mine's a little bit different with the with a slightly younger um small human in my house and and David um has not he he's taken many opportunities to rub it in a little bit. I remember this one time where I was like explaining like look dude, I don't know if I can make the meeting because of this this and this. It was something random and he'd be like well, what why, why and and I was like well because like because Christine, she's busy, so I gotta I gotta watch Sequoia. And he's like, "Oh, that's right, she's like only five. Oh yeah, my daughter's on the couch right now doing her homework on the iPad." And I'm like, "I hate you." I actually, I honestly, like, You're I hate you. Wow. Yeah, the tricky, the tricky part was during the beginning of the pandemic because we both work production jobs often, um, myself and Christine, and so that was hard. That was really hard because it was like that was a sort of a juggling match because the the the, the, the schools were closed and we were both trying to work and it was enough to drive you crazy. And I I ended up actually getting like a weird uh, night shift. Like I, I, I'm like a super crazy night owl. I'm trying to finally claw myself back. I was just talking about this with David before you got on, on the call, but it's, uh, mm -hmm. it's, it's, it, it, it was the only way I could survive. And so yeah. now we're kind of trying to regulate it again. Now that like things are a bit more normal. Hmm. Yeah. It's yeah. uh it's, it's a juggle, but it's, it's all worth it in the end, as far as I'm concerned. But what you mentioned uh, is about the, uh, the, the studios that just realized that, oh, it's actually very interesting financially to have a lot of people working from home. Yeah. Most studios, and actually we had uh, uh, Jalil from Steamroller Steam a few years, uh, sorry, a few weeks ago. Mm -hmm. And it's the same thing. Every studio are doing their, their survey and they, and, they, yeah. and they, you know, they realize that, okay, we might have 200 employees, but we actually just need 120 seats. Um, so the two, and honestly, mo there are some studios that I heard that were talk, uh, talking about, you know, renting less space. But what I've heard the most is um, finding like roommates, like other smaller studio that would come and take the space. And that's very interesting because I mean, for them, they can split the cost, but you can feel this kind of little ecosystem that you can have with two, three, four little studio that kind of in the same space. And others will just like, you know, money is not a problem. We're going to do something for the employees. Instead, we're going to have way more social space. So spaces in the studio that are not just filled with computers and, and offices, but, you know, more, um, you know, ping pong table and just open space and just to be able to, 
make something that feels more that's going to encourage the social aspect especially if people are coming a little bit less often at work let's mm -hmm. encourage those interaction between uh, employees where the uh, magic often happen so that's cool. yeah let's see yeah yeah, no, it's going to evolve in very uh, interesting uh, direction. That's uh, that's for sure. Uh, there's definitely something I wanted to uh, ask you about, and it's about your uh, YouTube channel. Oh, so that's so, and that's something we've <laughs> again. That's another recurring team because we have some very special guests. That I think one of the thing that is a link between all of them is that the didn't just had an idea, but it actually took the time to execute. And they, they had the motivation, the resilience, the grit to not only do something about it, but persevere uh, over time. So on your side, what was the main motivation to start the YouTube channel and to continue week after week to release those, those yeah, videos? Well, I, was, I was recently talking to Brett Schroeder, a great friend of mine who was also my supervisor. And I told him, you gave me a little bit of that inspiration to start my channel. Because while I was animating, I felt this, this acting part of me, like communication was lacking. And I always wanted to do a, something else, something aside to just like make it my hobby, sort of. And I had this like in my mind all the time. And once, I think it was like over a beer that he told me, you know what, whatever people achieve in their 20s is like what defines them. And that hmm. kind of sunk in. And I was like, okay, I'm 20. I'm a little bit older than that. So what can I do about it? I, I, he, he kind of like gave me that spark. And I was like, yeah, why am I not pursuing it if I want to do it? And next day I bought a camera and the rest is history. Hmm. And yeah, I, I, I also need to have a very tight schedule and stick to it even when I don't want to stick to it, even when I'm lazy or I'm not I'm feeling sick or things like that. One thing that actually helped me wrap my mind around it better was that at the beginning for the first seven months of my channel, I was the one doing everything, all the editing, of course, all the writing and, and everything else. And then I decided to hire an editor who is amazing. Joan helps me so much. And I know that since he's getting a paycheck from that YouTube channel, it's like, it's not only mm -hmm. a pleasure, yeah. it's a responsibility, you know? And that has given me a little bit more encouragement to mm. build this as highly as I can. And later I would really like to hire more people and make it I don't know, maybe probably a school and, and give a little bit more to the community as well. And that is, that is something that helps me as well as, yeah, like you were saying, my schedule is my life. I try to be very organized. I try to wake up really early and always on Thursdays, Fridays, I need to write my script. And then on Sundays, because I really like to write it down. And then on Sundays, I would send it to Joan and well, record it in the very, very morning, 6 a.m. ish, and send it to him so he can start editing. And yeah, it becomes a little bit exhausting sometimes. Oh, your channel is fantastic. Thank you, Paul. <laughs> I appreciate it. Um, yeah, it takes yeah. a lot of effort. So I really appreciate all the people who always like take the time to write me a little message like, yo, you, you changed the way my career was structured or... 
you yeah. really changed my life in this and this sort of way. I think that's what keeps me going. I'm not right now, I, I have monetization turned off in YouTube. It's like, I am doing this out of passion. I really want to help people. So yeah. if, yeah. Turn, if you turn monetization off, how do you, how does it uh, make a, provide a check for the editor? I, that, is it from like sponsorships uh, and stuff? It's or? just like, basically it's sometimes there's a sponsorship. Yeah, yeah. I try to keep it very clean. Right now I was doing like a collaboration with Wacom. Go okay. to my, my Instagram channel if you want to get two Wacoms. Because I'm this is the last mm -hmm. day of that giveaway. It's at Ilse Sama. So my name until the A, Ilse yeah. Sama. Um, and I was it. doing a collaboration with Wacom because Wacom, come on. I use Wacom every single day. Um, <laughs> makes I mean, sense. Yeah, makes sense. Uh, with Ana Luisa, with the jewelry, I did a collaboration as well. But I don't do so much. I try to keep it very clean very honest, mm -hmm. like my message is my message. And it comes from my paycheck, not usually. So whatever I earn, I kind of like get as many sources of income as I can. I'm trying to work diligently on building them. Yeah. And that's a way in which I can, I can afford my editor perfectly fine. Oh, I appreciate it. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, yeah go, that's... go there and you can participate on the welcome giveaway. Today's the last day. Uh, I would say having a, a routine is making yeah. all, all the difference. There's often people that uh, that ask me because you know there's an Agora Studio and Agora Community, and you are doing those streams and this and that, and you have a family, and you know how. Yeah. And you know the easy answer when they ask, "How do you manage all this?" I say, "I mean, it's many things, but having a super strict routine of you know wake up at this time, start this, this, this. Again, you basically figure out what would be the most optimized way from." Mm beginning to end on every day and then leaving the weekend completely you know random off nothing is scheduled on uh, on weekend but i agree with you that waking up uh, early and having your day plan ahead of time and you don't even ask yourself i'm writing the script thursday morning whatever happens and if yeah, thursday morning i wake up and i have no idea what i'm going to write about it doesn't matter. I'm going yeah. to write the script. Yeah, <laughs> it might not be the best one. But it's going yeah. to be something. Yeah, exactly. And uh, yeah, take your time, as you were saying, to organize really well. I have a video on, on how I do a little bit of my planning for the week. And one thing that helps me so much is that when I go to bed, I write whatever I want to achieve in the next day. So it's like three hmm. bullet points, four bullet points of things out of my job that I want to do. And trying to stick as perfectly as I can and also giving myself permission to one or two days, maybe delay those things that I need to do. But I think that really helps me to, yeah. to stay like really focused. And I like sleeping also like knowing your body because I know people who are not early birds. I'm like a super early bird, so mm -hmm. it's okay. Um, Weirdo. But... <laughs> I have... Um... I, I got distracted with it. Ilse has a tip for almost anything professional. Thank you. Yeah. Um, and so I try to wake up at 5 a.m. That's something I was talking in live stream a couple of days back. Wake up at 5 and sleep at 9. So I prioritize my eight hours of sleep because if not, I'm like a zombie. I don't, I don't work well. And that helps me stay happy, motivated, exercise. I think that's really important, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. When, when you start to dig a little bit, it's always the same thing, routine, exercise, and sometimes, you know, just keep things organized and do the thing that will give you the energy for the rest of the day. And then after that, it's just a matter of 
um, executing. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm curious to know if there was a strategy at first with the content because, and tell me if I'm wrong, but I kind of felt that in the beginning, the content was, uh, there was a lot, it started with, you know, career stuff, not, uh, how to get a job, how to stop procrastinate, then started to have some interviews with, uh, John Dede, with Rodolf, uh, David Hahn. Then there was a little bit uh, more the artistic animation side, how to animate hands, constraint, birds, and all that. And then it kind of came back a little bit more with the career. So, you know, uh, LinkedIn strategy, payment for freelancers and, and all that. So how was there a strategy? How did it evolve and where do you see it uh, evolved? Uh, okay, forward? so that's a very interesting question. You have actually studied. I know <laughs> that. Um, so I have a Patreon account uh, where people follow me and we do like these meetings every single month and I am constantly talking to them and I'm like, guys, what do you want to see? What is interesting to you? Because you mm -hmm. are my public, you're the ones that are consuming my content. So what am I supposed to create in order to satisfy your needs and to kind of like give an insight on how it's like here in the industry? And they give me very insightful little comments to, that help me plan out my schedules for the next months as well as anything that I kind of want to do. For example, some videos that are going to be, and there is one of my patrons. He's, he's amazing. And uh, yeah, he's super supportive. Yeah. He's, he's so much love. And so one thing that I do is try to, in a, you know, sheets document, I just keep my, whatever I want to do. And sometimes I would get like this spark of, I want to do something different, something new. Right now I'm working on a, color palette challenge. So you're going to see colors in your screen and you're going to have to guess between three movies, A, B, or C. <laughs> is it uh, Pan's Labyrinth or is it, I don't know, Pinocchio? Or And it's so cool. I, I love it because I don't even know the, what the color palette is going to be. So I'm like, ha, ha, is it this or that? And <laughs> I, I think that's interesting for a lot of artists. And yeah, I try to diversify and not keeping only animation, but also... Uh, I talk about compositing, for example, tips and tricks for a great compositing mm. demo reel and as much as I can, as much as, I, as time lets me. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I would say for me, it's one of the things that the, the diversity in, in yeah. that YouTube channel, <laughs> cha uh, channel is is very interesting mm. for uh, for sure. Um, there is definitely a few uh, that, that there is something I'd like to uh, to do because there's a, some some videos then I I've watched a, a couple not all of them <laughs> but there's many of them that are like okay th this is very interesting topics because they kind of touch a little bit on some of the discussions and the question that we had uh, over time so uh, if you don't mind I'd like to do a little oh, something good. some of those videos that you did uh, uh, in the past and just have again a very uh, quick um, overview of those insights oh, that were in, in those sure. video so there's something that we've been discussing with um uh, uh with manny uh the um you know uh, ceo of uh, cgma i think that was what uh, a month ago yeah it was a while uh, ago uh, many fragulous the third uh, act Yes, exactly. And we're talking about, you know, now we get in a DNA with freelancing and all that, that uh, animators uh, are starting to kind of brand themselves a, a little bit. You, you want to be you want to be known. It's not just you're not just a 
numbers something sending your showreel no you you want to advertise yourself you want to brand yourself get known and have those opportunities coming from you so you had one video that was about uh how to start networking like a pro five strategies yeah. so i would say uh, out of this one what would you say on, on top of your mind some some tips for people that would like to say yes i want to start to be known wow, tips. Uh, okay under. my best tip ever is create a linkedin account <laughs> i think artists are like hesitant to LinkedIn because it sounds like a very businessy kind of idea. Mm -hmm. And on the contrary, all recruiters are there. A yeah. lot of the industry speaking there, as well as Twitter and other things, that is a professional platform that you can exploit so much. I, If you go to my website, theworldspace.net, I, um, I have a LinkedIn course that I recently put together where I speak about, <laughs> you know, developing your career building your online persona how does that look tips for people who are not extroverted and are like kind of afraid to go to recruiters and be like give me a job please you know and how how to do that how to grow your network and your name in your industry and make that reach organic because mm. a lot of people think that you have to like to pay for linkedin premium no. or to you know search in all these sites or have a great art station and yes but no Like I, I, hmm. I teach you exactly the way to become known in social media, uh, particularly exactly in LinkedIn where, and I, I also have like a little program there where I guide you step-by-step step so you can in four weeks go viral in LinkedIn. So yeah, it's like, it's like something I'm passionate about now because it grew my career exponentially. And people LinkedIn don't realize did. that it, yeah, I think so. I think so. I think a lot of my connections, a lot of my yeah. job offers come from people who saw my content there. And if you know what to post, when to post, and you know, all those little marketing strategies, you can really boost your reach organically. So a lot of people can see your content and we live in an era where that's possible, you know? Yeah. Uh, when I speak to the Pixar veterans, They always tell me like, you know, I had to go with a VHS tape and just knock doors. Yeah. And be like, In my day. Yeah, this is Brent. Yes. Uh, yes. That's me. Yeah, that's me. Brent thanks. Yeah. Thanks for that. Yeah. Thanks for that nice old, that very yeah. nostalgic memory of where, you know, walking around with no shoes because we didn't invent shoes back then. <laughs> it was difficult. No. And then you know, we spoke, we spoke of the dinosaurs. They're going to go extinct. Yeah. Those dinosaurs are my friends. So I used, thanks. To, I, I used VHS. If that's if that's good. What? Um, you, well, what? not for my demo reel, but I I, I used to have VHS. Oh, yes. That was your first camera that you bought? No, no, like, no. Like a VHS camera. My my all my movies, like all my movies, yeah. were VHS tapes. This yeah. Thick. yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. I used to always watch those. <laughs> well, And, it's funny you're talking about uh, LinkedIn because it's literally how I discovered you in the first place. Someone <laughs> that sent me you posted an animation uh, uh, that that <laughs> went viral i don't know to what extent but enough that at least two of my friends sent me uh hey you should check this out and say and you know we were looking for freelancers uh, at that time and they're like oh my god and that's you know and that's eventually i found the youtube channel much uh, later and was like okay mm -hmm. one day we're going to <laughs> to have a stream like uh yeah, like this so that's uh so yeah i i actually might go in and watch your website because there's definitely yeah. <laughs> good oh, strategy yeah, on LinkedIn that I should so, look for. Yeah, I, answering your question, I think LinkedIn is crucial. It's a must. If you master LinkedIn, you 
it's like it's like the power of Thanos, you know. It's like all the, <laughs> the little gems. You have the power. Um, also for networking, yeah, be be open. Right now we don't have conventions, which are so much fun. I spoke at SeaGraph last year, and wow, it was so cool. Um, going to NSC and showing your work, and just meeting new people and strategizing and talking to others and building a network like that is really fun. But if you can do it online at the comfort of your house, that's also really cool. And understanding what you want to bring with your art. So I think a lot of people are, are lacking that extra little punch. You know, I see a lot of animation, a lot of modeling, a lot of rigging that comes from the same, this is my work kind of vibe, instead of this is who I am as a person. And I am, mm. I am, I am trying to show you what I think and how, how I see my world, my life, everything around me. This is my kind of humor. I think that's lacking. Just mm. show me your country. Show me your country's humor. Show me things that surround you instead of that, you know, same video game kind of box when you're modeling or that same rig of a biped or, you know, try to get a little bit deeper into what your online persona is. That's what I call it. It's more your personality behind yeah. your art. And I think that's what makes art unique and interesting mm -hmm. to get the little extra punch of, oh my God, that's such an interesting point of view. Yeah. And, and well, it's a brand after all, right? Like a it's brand, exactly. like brands do need to be unique in some way. And you have to know, know your brand's DNA, DNA well enough so that you can boil that down to it's like the most core and simple message. So people get it right away. And so know yourself, which in yourself is your brand and sort of like, it's not what you do. It's, it's, it's the, the part of you that you put into your work. That's the brand, right? And know your audience yeah. as well, right? I yeah. see some animators, for example, that have a very mature sense of humor. Like a very mature in the in the in the little bit um, rude kind of way. So if you have it exploited, do that. Do whatever makes you different. If you mm. have a peculiar way of looking at life, use it. Make mm -hmm. it make it so others can follow you because of that. What I, what why is why are people interested in my content? Who is watching my 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 channel? For example, my channel is mostly people mostly guys like 80 percent guys because the industry is mostly male that still. makes sense yeah yeah and youtube is mostly male as well it's like 70 percent, i think so makes perfect sense as well as they are youngish they are from like 18 to 28 ish 30 ish mm -hmm. so i craft content for that kind of because it's that's your oh, that's your main mark. How did you get that? Uh, how did you get the statistics? Just out of curiosity, YouTube. Is it, the, YouTube, YouTube so the YouTube really analytics yes. told you essentially yes. who was looking at your stuff, mm -hmm. yeah. and it tells me as well. People from the from Mexico, from the U.S., and from India are the yeah. ones who consume my content more. In, yeah. I find that India is a country that consumes a lot of this content. It's but animation, it's, especially, is a very. It's it's a. I, there's a lot of people, there's a lot of Indians that mm -hmm. really, really like the idea of getting a job in animation. It's a very hot topic over there. And mm -hmm. so it's just, it's, I just, it's, it's overwhelming. Like we have a lot, we see the same thing with Agora. We see a lot of that, a lot of people hitting our, our site from India. So it's really, it's, it's amazing <laughs> to see. Yeah. yeah. And I think, I, I think it's only a matter of time before that whole country just explodes with a big industry, I think, because it's, yep. they've been building it up for a while.
Yeah, and I encourage them to work for other countries as well. Because they may be in my situation where I was telling them like, like that here in Mexico, there is not a lot of industry. So if you want to build your career, maybe go back to India later, or in my case, Mexico later. But if you want to like start and go really high in your career, it's always better to go to a country that has a lot of studios mm. or try to go to a very big studio rather than mm. staying here and getting not a lot of, not a big paycheck, um, a little more job insecurity, you know, you have all yeah. these factors with, with countries that are not huge in the industry. And I know, for example, India, they, the studios pay really bad to artists. So I encourage them to, you know, yeah. how can I help? How can I help you get, get, get mm -hmm. all the tools you need to yeah. try to travel and know more. And then if you want to go to your country and do something huge and build an empire in your country and help others, that's amazing. But yeah. that's kind of the stairway to, mm -hmm. to, to success. Yeah, and uh, that's a good uh, advice for the career, but it's a good life experience as well. When you kind of mm -hmm. unroot yourself from wherever you come from and you go somewhere else and you go to the grocery and you're like, okay, where, <laughs> where is the stuff I'm used to eat? Because I don't understand <laughs> what, what I'm seeing here. Uh, yeah. it, it's just a good life experience uh, as well. Okay, I have another one for you. Um, we've been obviously in a time that everyone is working from, from home in a little bit like we talked about the uh, schedule and how do you deal with the, the, the kids and the work and the boundaries and, and all that. You had, uh, I, don't know, I know if it's among your first video and you were talking about how to kill procrastination. And it feels that when you're working at home, I mean, mm. the couch, the TV, the refrigerator, <laughs> all of this stuff is, you know, literally 10 steps uh, away. So some, exactly. <laughs> so some insights about uh, uh, how to well, kill uh, procrastination. Great. I think one of the best tips I can give is make that little list of things you want to achieve the next mm. day and do the hardest one, the one you don't want to do, do it first. Because hmm. that's the one where you're going to keep procrastinating over and over and more time. <laughs> um, there's a really good book that's called The Two-Minute Rule that says that if you do something, if, if you have something in your mind and you say, okay, it will take me around two, three minutes do it right away. Don't postpone it. Go ahead and get the task done because that will liberate a lot of mental anxiety and stress because sometimes we just postpone the most ridiculous things like 10-minute mm. tasks and we keep delaying them weeks and weeks just because we don't want to do them because we're lazy. Yeah. And yeah, do things without motivation. Don't, don't expect motivation to hit you. Be yeah. disciplined. Yeah. Inspiration, motivation, I have a very quick expiration date. I mean, when you're inspired, you feel yeah. that you're going to inspire for the rest of your life, that ideas are going to flow. And then half an hour after you you forget your idea, I'm like, oh, yeah. shit, I'm, where is it? I have yeah. no, and then it's you, going, it might take another two weeks before you have a, another You are inspired idea. all the way up until the, path, the point where you pass the refrigerator and then yeah. realize that you were actually <laughs> hungry for a snack. And then... You kind of realize you kind of what was I inspired by uh, I, this? I don't know. This chocolate bar is amazing. It's amazing. <laughs> yeah, totally, totally. And uh, I think another one is like giving yourself breaks and allowing mm. yourself to be happy as well. This week, for example, I am a terrible example of the things that I'm telling you because I am the hardest working person. I'm, I'm crazy, and that is not good for my health. That's not good for my eyes, for my back, for my wrists, for my mental health. You know. 
one thing that I love doing is finishing work at five and just going outside and skating. I, I'm learning mm -hmm. to skate and that is so much fun. And if I can be around people, as I tell, told you, um, I'm a very sociable being. So I love being with other people that kind of like rejuvenates me, gets me in the mood of uh, being happy and, and energized. So I think that's important. Find the things that really make you go, ah, this is cool. Instead of just, I have to be productive 24 seven, because then you will have a nice balance in your life. Also, I have an app that I love and it's called um, Stay Focused on my, on my phone. Am mm. I saying focused, right? Yep. Judge, my, judge my accent. Say focused. again. Yeah, it's, it's very good. Yeah? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. So Stay Focused. And if you download that app, you can set timers for your apps. So I have a timer where I can use Facebook, <clears throat> Instagram, <laughs> and TikTok that I, I almost don't use it much. And those three, I can only use for half an hour every day. Mm -hmm. If I go past, there's You're a rationing yourself. that pops up and tells me like, yo, stop it. <laughs> yeah. I think <laughs> iPhone, they built something here. like that in now. It's called screen time. You can build it in. Like you can give yourself kind of quotas, I think, in, in iPhone, that's, in like the uh, iOS. Wow, that's cool. That, so you're an Android amazing. user, I guess, yeah? Yeah. Uh, um, you gave it away. You gave yourself away. <laughs> yeah, it's okay. It. I still like you. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. Any, any, any apps, any like cool things for restricting yourself, mostly yeah. because these things are built to keep you engaged. Yeah. Right? 100%. Yeah. You, you make your own little prison by liking everything and following content that you actually mm. are super inspired by or, or very entertained mm. by or things that you love reading. So we are, you know, digging our own graves and mm. putting ourselves in there and just, dirting it up um so yeah we gotta i at least i know that i if i am left with social media i'm like mm -hmm, for hours yeah. that is uh, an important i don't know what you're and talking also, about like getting my phone off my face just there yeah while i'm working or anything so joe because you you see the screen and you're like mm -hmm. <laughs> the little buzzing and word on the yeah. uh and you don't really oh like yeah totally. your phone something's happening conscious yeah so, so I use that. That's uh, also a very important one. So, uh, Ilse, uh, talking about being social, uh, other question that we had in, in the past was about the, 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 the workspace, how to behave with others, the, the culture uh, at Studio. You had a video about speaking your mind in a professional yeah. environment. And, and as you said, you know, being an actor kind of develops some mm. natural social skills. Uh, any insights uh, on, yeah, on, on well, this one? I, on that video, I mentioned a little story. Uh, so I was learning animation. I was in this intensive program of animation. And one time we were all doing as a classroom, the same bouncing balls. And so I showed my animation and we usually showed it to the same person, the same critique who was our say, quote unquote, animation, director at that time like her soup and then one day another person came to to review our work um but the teacher that we had before told us specifically that bounce needs to go this high like the ball needs to be this amount of meters high and the man who came was an expert in vfx and he in fx sorry and he saw the balls and he was like 
he was reviewing her work. So first student, he said, that ball is too bouncy, make it bounce less. Next student, that ball is too bouncy, make it bounce less. Same note for everybody because we all had the same note before. <laughs> so Ilse, with her big mouth, went, uh, just <laughs> raised her hand and said, Mister, I am sorry, but uh, this is going to be a repetitive note because our animation supervisor asked us to make it that high. Super respectful. Wow. Like the response I got was like, wow. He told me, okay, first of all, today I am behaving like you're your vfx soup so shut up learn your place <laughs> and i don't care about what your animation soup had to say and i was like oh my god you know you want to cry and you're like <laughs> yeah and that taught this me person so sounds much. like a really nice person i really <laughs> amazing. right now we're, we're great friends and i think he gave me a huge lesson about how to behave in the work environment hmm. because it's also when you're acting, when you're acting, you, I, I remember I, I used to be a child actor and I wanted to come up with all these cool ideas that sometimes were actually good ideas, but some directors take it really well. And they are like <clears throat> one to one with their actors. And they're like, what do you think? And I'm like, okay, I think that if I do this, maybe, and, and you can have a chat, but that's not always the case. Sometimes you just have to shut your mouth, behave <laughs> and know the hierarchy yeah. and that is something that if you understand in a wise way, you can take advantage of because you can be in a, in a, in a, in a big place in the hierarchy. And if everybody respects that, that's amazing. And the workflow becomes so much easier and so much better. I remember mm. that when I was in France, we had um, a project that was very important and we were four girls and it was a very important animation project. We had to make a short film and we couldn't decide because if one of them wanted the dress to be purple and the other one wanted it to be brown, who was right? Who got the last word? It's impossible to tell because hmm. if you all have the same level of importance hmm. in the hierarchy, then who can pick, you know? So I think that's one of the best advice I can give if you're going into a studio understand who gives you orders directly. Sometimes mm -hmm. those orders may contradict because <laughs> that happens all the time. May, and you yeah. need to, may and will contradict. Oh, yeah. And yeah. you need to understand who is the boss of your boss and who <clears throat> gives you direct orders and who is giving you advice, but which one you should take. It's yeah. a little bit tricky. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think there's there's also another side uh, that, you know, whatever your position as a director or supervisor, you also need to keep your ego in check. And I yes. think that this is maybe something that this gentleman had a hard time to do at that specific yeah. time. I, that's why uh, I think that's why I reacted the way I did, because I was sort of like, I just I could I could never imagine sort of. But I, I that, think but... If, if we extrapolate, because there's something to, to be learned from every situation, even even if the way that you describe this, uh, this story, I'm like, OK, someone needs to keep his ego uh, uh, in check. I think there is still a way to kind of say the same information. Just ask yeah. yourself, am I making that person look bad? in front of uh, yeah. uh, everyone because if it's the case and that person has a big ego and is uh, susceptible and, and kind of can take it the, the 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 same the same message could be uh 
just communicated a different way that's going to oh okay could you like for instance oh could you explain because you know our uh, previous uh, you know our utterly just mentioned that it should be uh, higher but mm. now we understand that it should be lower can you just explain Crazy. why this is better this is better yeah. so and actually it, in that in that youtube video i explained later that after that experience i was in a studio and there was a sequence where the camera continuity was off for me Everybody seemed to be fine with it, but for me, there was like a jump between continuity and <laughs> didn't seem right at all. The camera yeah. placing was off and we're talking about VFX. So you have a plate and I was really hesitant on bringing it up. Just I, I kept it in the back of my mind. But well, because of because of the incident. So, you know, back in school, in like general, it's like... <laughs> yeah, maybe. Um, and so I went to I went to my supervisor. I told him, hey, there is this thing that I um, mm. I cannot get out of my mind. Can I tell you? Is it okay if I, if I suggest something? First, I think that's a great strategy. Come in with a humble opinion. Oh, yeah. Ask mm -hmm. if your opinion is going to be received well, because if somebody's super stressed out, they're not going to take it well. Um, so first, first step, I think that was a good step. Mm. And he was like, okay, sure, yeah, 100%, absolutely. And I told him, I think that this shot, it was not even my shot. Like, I was totally nosy. Um, <laughs> could look way better if we tilted the camera angle mm. this way. And he saw it. He saw it again. He was like, oh, actually, you're right. And he spoke mm. to the BFX supervisor. And I think maybe they spoke to the director. And in the movie, it's changed. So oh, yeah, nice. Awesome. As a junior. Nice so, job, Spielberg. Just kidding. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, it was an Amblin film, actually. So well, it's, yeah. it's interesting. Oh, that's, that's, that's funny then. I kind of yeah, nailed the, no. hit the nail right on the head. I, I was just going to say really quickly, like, so it, even though I might be struggling with maybe the way that person sort yeah. of reacted, at the same time, they kind of did do you a favor because at the yes. end of the day, like what David's indicating, the end of the day, that is the reality for some people. One thing that people have to understand that being a supervisor is it's a lot like just being shot at all day from all different directions. And it's not a freaking walk in the park. And so mm -hmm. sometimes it may not even be ego. It's sometimes it's like, you know, we talk about the imposter syndrome. We talk about insecurity on this channel all the time. And it's difficult being in a position where you're supposed to know the answers and not everyone is confident enough or even has the, the emotional energy enough to be able to like take some young sort of junior to, with, with, you know, that just pipes up in front of everybody and sort of like kind of just almost might seem confrontational and may, yes. may, they might have a hard time turning the other cheek. They might be, but what you, I think that the second example you had there, I think the big difference was you did it on your own. It's like, mm -hmm. you didn't put them on the spot for everybody else. Yeah. And you, like you said, you disarm them with like, look, it's none of my freaking business, first yeah. of all, but I just, I had this random idea and it's probably <laughs> stupid, but like, here's this thing, you know, just yeah. tell me I'm dumb. And then they look at it and you're like, I don't think you're dumb. I don't think you're dumb at all. Like, it's like right off the bat, it's like, now I think your acting skills for sure came into play there because okay. you know, you probably know how to read a room a bit better than other people. And you probably knew how to, you know, how to approach the scene in a way, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like you could actually kind of think it through a little bit, but 
But that mm. for, for me, like, I mean, being in the shoes of the supervisor many times in the past and actually being exactly in that in also teaching, teaching's hard when you're like, you have the, that one wise guy in the back or like, you know, somebody in the front who's a brown noser. He's like, um, actually, Brent, um, I happen to know that you're, you're wrong and you're teaching the class completely incorrectly. And it's just like, okay, all right. Are we doing this right now? Are we doing it? All right. Bring it on. Let's go. Challenge. And then we have like, you know, it's hard to not just yeah. take that personally, but some people will, some people won't. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> and I think it, it boils down to knowing your audience, <laughs> like your soup in this case, understanding that it's always better to take someone aside and give them oh, yeah. that advice. That's a, a, something I said as well. Yeah. And yeah, come in with a humble opinion and... And one thing that I love, and it's not very common, is to see people who come up with a problem, but give you a solution right in the same sentence, right? Mm -hmm. So it's like, or same paragraph. It's like, hey, I saw this, but I, I have this way to solve it. Take it if, what do you think? Do you think it would be a good strategy? Not only like going in there and throwing trouble because in a production, yeah. everybody's freaking out. Everybody has a lot of stress. So be the person who comes up with solutions. That's yeah. always appreciated. Yeah, and that's super constructive because, again, that, that supervisor or, or that uh, lead might have 800 decision oh, or yeah. 800 problem to deal with. And, it, and that's a concern. And this is why that, uh, sometimes... That was 801. Yeah, <laughs> when you're on, in those decisions, you just get at the end of the day, just, oh, I, I just don't... Don't yeah. ask me what we're eating yeah. for dinner tonight. I, I, I'm out of <laughs> answers for any. So if you're able so to true. say, hey, I think that th this could be improved. And here's a, you, you kind of do half of the work and yeah. you kind of do yeah. them service. Yeah. Uh, and you give them an out too, right? You give yeah. them an out, like, because the way you play it off, it's not like, it's so like, it's not a challenge at all. It's like the opposite. It's almost like you're, you're almost laying yourself down in front of their sword and being like, you know, what do you want to do? Do you want to like, you could totally just end my life or you could just, you know, maybe, maybe listen to what I have. My last final plea. It's so not if challenging you saw Game at all. Of Thrones, you may not want to do that at the beginning. Of I've been watching too much Game of Thrones. That's my problem. Exactly. Ned Stark did not. He did not think that one through. It's true. He did not think that one through. Sorry. Okay. Spoiler alert. I have a last one for, uh, for you, uh, Ilse, and, and that's because that's a topic, again, that we've been talking uh, in many of our Q&A, uh, which is about, you know, recruitment and showreel in, in general. You had a video about making the perfect uh, showreel or some tips about showreel. Uh, we've provided some of our own. What would be your tip for uh, uh, mm. either students or, you know, people with junior, mid-level, senior that are making their show real. For feature animation, for VFX animation, for... Well, uh, that's actually one of the questions that mm -hmm. we had. Just animators, let's say animators that are uh, uh, out of school or juniors that, you know, they have enough good material to maybe make a one, one and a half minute uh, show reel. Um, mm -hmm. And that's one of their questions. Should they have different show reel for different uh, industries? So what would be your early, general early advice? bits in the comments says, cough, feature, cough. <laughs> so feature. <laughs> Let's go with that. Let's go with you. Win again, girly bits. You win again. Well played. So yeah, well played. So what I think, I think you gotta know what kind of animation you like. So if you're really just starting, try doing. Well, if you have already done a fair bit of animation, you know, walk cycles, run cycles, try to make like a little facial expression maybe, and try to do like 
an animal, like a creature walk cycle or a creature reacting to something, just two very quick little ones and see which one you like better, right? So for example, this girly beats, she is saying she likes feature better. So orient your reel, <laughs> well played girly, orient your reel towards the kind of studio you want to go to. So for example, if you are aiming to go to ILM, mm. they're probably not gonna, well, well, feature film is coming to every single studio. But uh, yeah, just orient your demo reel to the kind of content they produce. So for example, for feature, I would say first, put your name, put your email, and leave it there for what? Five, six seconds. Very high quality. You don't want pixel letters and all. <laughs> that speaks a lot about you. Then keep the music to the minimum. If you can have no music at all or just a very slow tone, jazz, simple, maybe action-y, but very quiet. So people are not like disturbed by it. Also, make sure you have variety. Recruiters want to see, in the case of feature animation, recruiters want to see you do a dialogue. They want to see your body mechanics. How good are they? They want to see different characters with different emotions. So one thing that I tell my students all the time is to grab a rig and make that same rig do different personalities. Make that same rig an old man that has like a like a like a problem walking and then make that same rig a kid and you will see that animation is the magic behind it so that's something i would recommend go and jump from different styles like not the same person animated everything in your demo reel like wow whoa that's versatile um that's one thing i would recommend also creatures have four-legged animals, two-legged two -legged animals, <laughs> or bipeds, um, have as much as you can in different styles so they know that you're versatile, as well as having their different <clears throat> branches in the feature department. You have some things that are pretty cartoony and pretty stylized or things that are more realistic without being mocap, right? So try to try to go there, try to juggle between both and as i was saying uh body performance that's heavily driven by physics i think would be a great idea to have in your demo so those like five shots of different things and also keep them short oh i know that when we're when we are starting it's like but i want to do this like super long dialogue yo doing a <gasps> It's going to take you like months. So just focus your energy in doing short little things that you're actually going to finish and never, ever, ever post anything on social media without asking for a lot of eyes. Ask for as much feedback as you can. LinkedIn is awesome. So in my LinkedIn course, I can teach you how to go to like people in the industry who are high and be like, hey, I'm sorry. Can you just give me a couple minutes and check my work? They're people are so nice animators are <laughs> so sweet so they can give you great feedback and just yeah do that never never be afraid to show your work it's always going to be complicated and at the beginning i know it's very challenging because you you feel like your work is yourself it's like your worth and it's not at the beginning let them tear you apart whenever i show an anime an animation to someone 
or an illustration, I, I tell them, you know, shatter it, D destroy me. Just tell me the worst things you could tell me. And then that gives people that opportunity to, you know, chop your head off, like you were saying. Yeah, or Ned Stark. And, and they, it gives you a little bit more opportunity for them to, to be honest and true to you. And that's what you want. And reiterate as many times as you can until people say, this is perfect. Yeah. yeah. I, I would say in my experience, those that I that I saw that were ready to expose their work and get feedback the most were the ones that improved the, the more rapidly. So again, yeah. keep your ego uh, in check. As, as you said, well said, it, it's not yourself. Mm -hmm. It's what you just, it's your last work. It's not all of your work. It just happened to be the last piece that you've, that you've done. Uh, so don't be precious about it. Get feedback yeah. uh, about it. And, and if you're yeah. if you're lucky and if you're hardworking, in some months you're even gonna see that and be like, that was ugly. And yeah. your your <laughs> eye changes rapidly. So that is that is actually a good yeah. sign that you're making progress. It's yeah. really a bad sign if you don't feel that way. Yeah. <laughs> Man, amazing. that stuff's look really good. I, mean, I used to be good. What happened? Geez, what a, <laughs> getting rusty. Not that I'm speaking uh, from experience or anything. No, no, no. None of us uh, are. All right. We're, Brent, we're already late for the Q&A. Uh, as yeah. we always are, we get carried away. Uh, just by the way, a little shout out to Sergey that just showed up in the in the chat. Ch Sergey, what are you doing here? Uh, I had no idea that <laughs> you were following those threads. Um, but but yeah, there he is. And here is Sergei Shitko. Um, all right. Uh, so, Brent, I don't know if you want to check a little bit in the chat what yeah. we have. I know that we already, I'm going to start with questions that we received ahead of time. So, yeah, go for it. I'll let's... go dig up something. I saw a few come in uh, over the uh, chat. Go ahead. All yeah. right. So, let's start with uh, this one. I don't know, Brent, uh, if you have the um, the document to put the, the, the question uh, mm. below. It's actually the first yeah. one okay. from Van Animator. So I would love to hear about your experience with Patreon, the do's and don'ts, how you decided uh, your rewards and what uh, and what your backers respond to and how much it's helping your you financially. Thank you. So Patreon. Oh, Patreon. Okay, okay. So Patreon came up after YouTube, after I didn't want to be monetized on YouTube after I wanted to create content that was true to people and I wanted to build a community that could talk to each other because come on, you can only do so much in the YouTube comment section. Mm -hmm. So that's why I decided to build a Patreon and it's pretty exclusive. I have like a niche of some animators, some, some BFX animators, some FX people and compositors. So it's like a little ball of people who are, who are, some of them are new to the industry and some not so much. Uh, it's very fun because once a month and more often, we have little discussions where we say, okay, so how to find a job? And we just talk about it and they ask me their questions. I help them with, with feedback on their, their, their things. And I also have a little segment that I love to call, this is what I learned today or I change the title sometimes. And I, I teach them anything I learned that day, which are so shocking things about, for example, Autodesk Maya. You always are discovering something new. So in my studio, for example, we're like, oh, yo, this tool is amazing. And the leads are like, wow, that's cool. And it, it's so funny that, <laughs> that a lot of people, we don't know all the software. So every time I learn one of those things, I post it. 
I'm like, hey guys, just look at this. This is a new way to, in which you can use Maya in an intelligent way. <laughs> and yeah, those are things I love. And also having guests talk there and and yeah, that's that's what I have my Patreon for. And the do's and don'ts, I think it's pretty free. Uh, really understand what your audience wants. Give them value. Give them as much time as you can because those are people who are interested in you and they're already proving to, to be loyal. So, so be as nice as you can to them. They're amazing. And okay, uh, decide your rewards. Yeah, yeah, that's basically it. So I just kind of mentioned my Patreon here and there sometimes and people just fall and it's, it's really cool. Patreon's yeah. really cool. Like, I mean, it was such a genius idea. Like, whoever, genius. like whoever started that idea. Because, yeah. I mean, it came out quite a while after the YouTube revelation. And, like, there were a lot of people out there doing it and making it work. And the only way they could actually find a way of keeping it going was through monetization. And so a lot of people chose to like, actually turn off monetization, like yourself, and then just go with Patreon instead. Because then that way anyone's welcome to come and check out the content. Yeah. They don't have to feel like they have to, they, and they don't have to be subjected to, to, well, I mean, they get, they get ads anyways, right? Unless they pay for YouTube premium, but basically it's just, look, it's, it's an open book. Come on in. It's like, I want to show everybody, but it's for those people who might have the financial means and mm -hmm. think that your work is valuable to themselves and to yeah. the people around, like, and they want to help give back to the, to their own community, then they'll, they'll, you know, they'll, throw some money to the creator's ways or so in the direction of the creators so that more work can be made. I just, I just so it's the great idea behind crowdsourcing mm -hmm. from the actual people that are watching the content was just uh, genius. YouTube yeah. eventually rolled something into their own platform, right? You can join uh, channels now, which are a kind of, they just kind of ripped off the Patreon um, mm -hmm. um, sort of, mm -hmm. sort of structure, I think by the looks of it. Yeah. Yeah. And also you can, you can do a pledges where you decide how much different <clears throat> people like yeah. different categories yes pay. exactly and, wow i love that because yeah if i were a student i mean five dollars a month it's nothing it's, yeah, it's yeah. something i would be able to afford myself mm -hmm. and that's what i want to bring to people it's like tips tricks and a little bit of this chats to people who can pay what five dollars a month i would make it two dollars a month but i can't mm -hmm. It's five is the minimum. So I have like different pledges and people who are very generous and are amazing. They just want to collaborate with more because they think the content is, is valuable and, mm. and I appreciate it so much. But that's the good thing that you can, you can have a lot of different people, students. Yeah, and totally. yeah this, this kind of content that I do is, is pretty much oriented for people who want to grow in their, their, their industry, in their career. So I think yeah. that's, that's really cool to have different kind of economies working there. Absolutely. I have a question right from chat. I'm going to drop it up right now. Go. This one is, hello, a question for Ilse. Il, Ilse, Ilse. Yeah. <laughs> God, I don't, like, just doesn't want to come out of my, my hey, mouth. You, you're doing it great. Uh, what, just think of the, the eel, you know, just do the eel thing. Yeah, just the eel. Yeah. What kind of animation do you enjoy doing the most? Lip sync, body mechanics, creatures, et cetera, et cetera. Oh, yeah. That was, you didn't even hesitate. Facts. Um, <laughs> I, it, it really depends on the time. I, mm. I, I, I am a person who kind of varies in interests. Mm. That makes but, sense. Okay, so lip sync. I enjoy lip sync a lot when I am doing a shot that matters to me, like something deep mm. and profound and 
you know those hero shots where you get important truth out of a dialogue i mm. love doing lip sync then because it's like oh so much fun and i have very good strategies for lip sync so i do it fairly fast now um what are the things body mechanics body mechanics i love it's something you have to understand and learn and and sometimes hate um doing you know either mock-up cleanup or cartoony kind of body mechanics it's always fun it, it's always challenging creatures it's so much fun creatures is amazing <laughs> um having having aliens that are huge and are like gross and oh it's so much fun doing all the overlappy kind of things of uh of the body and and being able to come come up with the way these creatures yeah. move because no one's dictating how they do no nope. and being kind of the one who who's creative enough to put it out there put ideas out there i think it's so much fun um but definitely i am very into facial action coding system facts mm. i think it's so crazy to understand the way the the muscles the groups of muscles work and to make realistic facial performances that are getting spooky even every day they're even more realistic every single day so, yeah it's yeah. true it's yeah, getting it's, it's getting a little outrageous that's for sure sense, the deep the deep fake stuff is just unbelievable it's unbelievable it's unbelievable like it's like we're all screwed no one's gonna believe <laughs> anything anymore <laughs> no it's gonna be crazy i, I don't know like, what the world's gonna be it's like not a good years. it's not a good trend i mean I, i'm laughing but i'm actually crying inside I'm, I'm, yeah. it's not it's not good for real yeah. um i have another one here for you i'm gonna drop it in here it's from um is this from no okay old old man skippy okay let's drop it in thank you eric eric rubio fine by the way i think we have veronica that just mentioned that this might probably be my favorite conversation with stream so far so oh, and she's probably been every single one too Anytime they want me back. <laughs> Don't say that on the show. Don't say that. Yeah. So it's we've been known to like yeah. chase you down and like make oh, make you come you. back. I appreciate it. And and you can come to my Patreon as well too to to talk about your experiences. You guys are are amazing. You you it's we like, we've been through this. I'm not. You. We're not good at. Well, I mean, I'm not good at compliments. So you can you can compliment David all you want. But <laughs> exactly. don't, keep me out of it. Brent, Brent doesn't do compliments, <laughs> but that, yeah. but that's a great uh, question. You work okay. full time. You run a YouTube channel, build a brand, and judging by your uh, social posts, get in some decent fitness time. <laughs> I'd love to hear about your experience of the grind, your life philosophy, and how you manage to do all of that, uh, of what you do, and still, and you're missing the end, and oh, still what the hell? Appear, oh. appear so happy and fresh. This is ah, that's very question. sweet. Uh, well, one thing that I've gotten as an insult sometimes is like, why are you always smiling? And I'm like, well, okay. Uh, well, why are you always so unhappy? <laughs> so, so it's part of like my personality ever since I was a toddler, I guess. But um, yeah, it all comes, it, it boils down to really having a schedule, like David and I were saying, really understanding your body. For example, I know that at least right now, my body is really open to work in the mornings, but it's more, it has more energy to work out in the late evenings for some reason. I know not for everybody, it's the same thing. For my mother, it's like, if I don't work out in the mornings, it's not going to happen. Yeah, yeah, it's not going to happen. So understand your body and kind of build those things around it. 
build your schedule around your productivity. Um, so what I do is I power work three hours in the morning, non-distracting, just like, and then I work at my eight hour job and then I come out and then I, I make myself, I try to give myself time for me, just like after five, it's me time. And I try to disconnect like David was saying as well. And yeah, if you have a family, if you have hobbies, just keep yourself busy in those things. I cannot tell you that I don't hustle. I hustle like a maniac. Like my family sometimes doesn't talk to me because I'm like all the time in the computer. It's true. It's true. I could tell you like I have a perfect work-life balance and but it's not true. <laughs> it's not true. Like, I think anybody in the industry is a little bit like hustlers, um, but I'm kind of okay with it. I, I think Nietzsche says, if you have a strong enough why, you can bear almost any how. Hmm. That's one of my favorite quotes. Did ever. you just drop Nietzsche in our, in our stream? <laughs> Did that just happen? They, wow. We just, we just went up to, we just went up in stock where our, 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 our academia stock just went up somehow. I don't know what happened there. It was crazy. I, I think that Veronica just exploded right yeah. now. No. It just disappeared. <laughs> so, so That's I it. think, I think the more we can have a goal in mind, visualize guys, really sit down and visualize, not for the magic of the universe necessarily, but for the things that you want to accomplish, give yourself goals and work every single day towards them. I think that's that's what keeps me going. And all of you guys who support me and are like, yo, you're doing a cool job. It's like, oh, thank you. It's, 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 it's valuable for other people. So yeah, seeing the reaction of other people is definitely price, priceless. Yeah. I enjoy it so much. So I have to drop this comment because it's just so funny. Highbrow suddenly, five plus charisma versus chat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, girly bits. I love when people interact. It's so funny. But there's there's definitely something that you've touched at uh, again when we spoke with the uh, Jalil of this world that that you know spent a decade to build a, a, a studio and it was the same same thing with uh, um, Jean Denis and with uh, Sir Wade uh, their sacrifice to 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 be made and when you said you know the the hustle in your family and all of that. Mm. It, it, Often from the exterior, you see the career, you see the uh, social media presence, you see all of that. But at some point, you know, all of those people, they might have stopped to play video games. They might not be watching movies as much as they used to do. They might not hang out and have a beer with their friends how much as they used to do. There might not being, And there are some sacrifice that you're okay to make, but sometimes there's stuff you know like uh, uh, hobbies or art like playing music or drawing or those other things that you kind of leave on the side but you kind of regret a little bit but not to the point that you're like i would change uh, mm -hmm. my decision but you kind of feel that i hope that eventually i'll, I'll be able to do those things uh, again but that's definitely something when you mentioned the hustle it's to all this time that we're talking about especially if you make sure to sleep your eight hours uh, a day and do the training and all that. It means that there's a lot of, you know, leisure or, you know, uh, hobbies that yeah, you had to let go and, and to focus on, on your craft. Yeah, totally. Mm -hmm. And if you find a strong enough goal, a goal that you really want to dedicate your life to, like right now, my goal is to become mm -hmm. a movie director. I see Alfonso Cuaron 
uh, Guillermo del Toro and myself standing in the Oscars, receiving an Oscar. I see myself <laughs> like that. And that's what I kind of visualize and what I'm aiming towards. So I think if you have a strong enough reason to dedicate your life, mm, let's say discipline to, then you can really thrive and you can enjoy those little pains that it brings because yes, it does mean a lot of sacrifice. Um, I, can I ask a personal question? Don't worry, it's Go not ahead. that personal. Um, personal. It's nice, <laughs> nice that you were so welcoming. So now I'm going to ask you a really awkward one. No, I'm just kidding. Um, so you, um, so when you broke down your day, you said you yeah. wake up and by the sounds of that, that would be early because you said you're an early bird. Um, and then you said you, so when you said three hours at the beginning, is that three hours of working out, like exercising, and then you do work, work? Is that what you no, were saying? For me, for me, it's three hours of working in whatever I want to work. Okay, whatever you want. Be, so it could be YouTube channel. It could be like something, yes. a side hustle, right? But yes, then, it, yes, and then it's, it's the, okay. Because we never stop. Okay. I thought you were, I thought you were saying you worked out for three hours in the morning. I was going to no, just, that, that would be crazy. I felt disgusting. <laughs> I felt like, honestly, I, I, I don't even belong oh, no. here okay, on this planet. I'm not allowed. I wake up at five and I come down. Like as soon as I wake up, I come down and I start working. And after those hours of just nonstop concentration, then I start my eight-hour job. Then once I finish, I give myself time to exercise in the late evening. So mm -hmm. it's around around six six thirty p.m. Something very like specific. That. Okay, yeah, not you're on, not you're on a schedule <laughs> oh, yeah. or anything. Okay, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like at eight thirty I shower, and at eight, at nine I'm in bed. Okay. That's my routine, and I love, love it like that, like super organized, because that's the only way I can, I can make everything work. Mm. We'll see later when I decide to form a family and all how my schedule will stretch and but I, Oh, yeah, it'll, it won't change. It'll be perfect the same. It's, it'll, it'll be all right. Don't worry about it. Don't worry yeah, about it. It's all good. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to sleep at nine and sleep eight hours with a... Yeah, yeah. So, don't listen to, don't listen to haters. Yeah. It's all good. Don't worry about it. <laughs> what, what about the weekend you can see are you working as well weekend? okay yeah. you're gonna you're gonna get scared no i don't know um <laughs> but so i wake up really early and on saturdays i often write my world space or various world spaces and i dedicate like four or five hours to that so it's kind of a lot of time and then on sundays I wake up really early, I do my makeup if I need to, and I shoot world space as early as I can, you know, with my lights, with my camera, my everything, and I shoot. And then I put everything together, I color grade it, I fix the volume and everything, and I send it to my editor. I send the script to my editor because he, he doesn't speak English so well. So I, I make everything as clear as I can so he can understand it. And Do you give a, do you ever give him a, a Spanish transcript? No, everything's in English, but it's like okay. super well organized. So he knows exactly when the title is going to come down. It's in purple. Okay. And when this is going to happen, it's in other colors and, and stuff. So it's like very, it takes a lot of organization. And he's awesome. And I just send it over to him. And I used to, well, sometimes I give mentorship on Sundays. So <clears throat> one or two hours of, of mentorship to some students private students that I have. Uh, you can check it on Patreon if you're interested on, in the worldspace.net. And then I'm free. <laughs> After that, I'm free. Wow. Yeah. Oh, yeah, but, sure. But with I all those. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I do 
work on weekends. I try to make it a priority in Sundays to be free at like 12. I don't know. I have this weird feel like I have a conflict right now. I feel like I kind of hate you a little bit and I kind of love you at the same time. I don't know what to do with Same these with feelings. My it feels very weird. I would fit right into your family. They'd be like, yeah, yeah, just join the club. It's fine. Everyone feels the same. Just like, go over there yeah. along with the girl, the rest of them, those riffraff. Um, I don't know. It's it's I'm impressed by the dedication. And obviously, I mean, this is, it's funny because like David said, there is a trend, right? Like I think that, you know, JD has something similar going on. He's, he's disciplined and he's routine just because he's got stuff he wants to do. He's got yeah. things that are important. His career is important to him. He loves his job. He loves his family. He loves a lot of, he loves his, his, his community that he's built. And so the only way he can keep all those things that he loves is some things have to give. And we, we, we were making jokes all the time yeah. about his stacks. He loves video games. That's his yeah. dirty secret that he <laughs> unfortunately had to sacrifice. He doesn't get to play a lot of the games. So I, yeah, that's it. Like, I think we should both get online one day and, and like just compare the stacks of, of games that have, are still in the packages back when we actually bought them in the actual, because there's a lot of like, you just can't, you know, you want, you buy it thinking yeah. you're going to play it. And you're just like, there's not enough time. Yeah. But, not, uh, yeah. This, yeah, this yeah. is this is quite great with those conversations. Having all of those conversations with a, a lot of, you know, like-minded and very proactive. Yeah. You, you kind of see what are the tendencies and yeah. All, yeah. all of those, what some would call the overachievers or, mm -hmm. you know, those that produce a, a lot. The same constant is, as you mentioned, we, we know why we're doing it. We have a goal. We have a long-term vision. We have a, a mission. We are kind of organized with the routine and we have resilience and grit just to persevere no matter what i think those three nice. traits of uh, those three things were coming to everyone that we spoke to that uh yeah. feel that they are successful in many different ways in what they're yeah. they're doing so that's uh, you're in good great. company ilze <laughs> i'm glad to hear that it is um, discipline is a muscle right so flex yeah. it flex yeah, yeah. it as much as very you true can. with anything with diet just restrict yourself be able this to my, postpone this my discipline pleasure. right here this is my discipline. <laughs> That's right there. Wait a minute. Hold on. It's going the wrong way. <laughs> yeah. That suck. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, it's five minutes after I don't, I'm mm. saying this cause I don't, I do not want to over like, I just, I don't want to, you know, yeah. overstay our welcome. So okay. just so you know, did you want to add, is, do you have time for one more question and then yeah, we, no we'll problem. let you enjoy um, your, whatever you're going to go and like work out and probably do a triathlon after this or something. But, <laughs> um, <laughs> so, um, Veronica had a question that was good. Let me just right here. This is a good one. It's it's related to discipline. It's related also contextually to the times we find ourselves in. Because I do, you know, working from home has its pluses and it has its minuses. And one of those minuses we've already covered a little bit. Do you have some any specific advice for people who are struggling with the schedule um, due to the pandemic isolation? This like, is Veronica. This is Veronica who's asking this Hi, question. Veronica. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. Mm, I don't think it changes much. I think with <laughs> pandemic or <laughs> yeah, for me it's just like yeah. I live in my it's like my what office. pandemic? I'm just just it's like I just keep going. I just keep I just you know keep going. Yeah, uh, but yeah, it's a good question. I think I think you need to prioritize going out a little bit mm. to take fresh air because my mother just laughs. Mm. And it hates me a little bit because sometimes I'm like, oh, sunlight. And she's like, <laughs> you vampire. Because I always turn indoors. And that's not good for That's not good though. You need some vitamin D. So, yeah, prioritize going outside and talking to others. And, you know, 
being with the ones you love the most. I think one thing the pandemic taught me is the value that people have because living by yourself is a little bit more tough than what I would have expected, mm. you know? And I'm perfectly fine living by myself, but if you are not seeing the outside world and you are someone who's a workaholic like myself, you end up going a little bit psychotic. So it's hmm. interesting. You have to kind of balance everything out as much as you can. Hmm. Um, and yeah, my best advice would be understand your body, know your levels of energy. When are you more prone to exercising and when are you more prone to, to working, like sitting down and working? Also, um, understand what kind of things you really like, hobbies, and give yourself a goal. Have a mindset and have visualize exactly what you want and go for it every single day. Just do little, 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 little towards that goal. And in you, in, in a month, you're going to see that you achieved way more than you were expecting. It's mm, good advice. Those, those would be my best tips. <laughs> Baby steps, right? Always move forward. Always. Yeah. It's funny because for me, the, uh, I was kind of disciplined with the routine before the pandemic. And when the pandemic hit, I was like, oh, God, that's not going to go well. And I became super extreme <laughs> with, the, with the schedule just to make sure that I had this rhythm. And at some point, it, it seemed that every week was a copy paste from the previous one. But it was a good copy paste because it was a, a, a good structure. So just put on paper what you feel would be the perfect week if you want to accomplish this, this, this and this. And just start with week one and just try to go grind through week one and hopefully you'll make it and continue. Totally. Yeah. And thank um, you guys for the nice comments in the chat. I'm seeing every, everything you're saying. Yeah. You got this some fans in there for sure. Eraser sharp. Jesus. She's so powerful. No kidding. Don't stand in her way. Just for kidding. <laughs> Thank you. Guys. Yeah, Thank I think they're they're developing a new television show. It's like something about like it's a superhero with your name or something. It's, <laughs> it's gonna be it's gonna be a big hit. No, I, I um, would love to see this this everybody everybody in my community as well because you yeah. guys are so fun. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah let's do it. I just I'm gonna end this stream really quickly with a quick little shout out because you said you miss acting, but you um you have a little secret that you haven't shared, and this is a chance for you to plug it. But I may or may not have by accident ended up on your IMDB just because I had to do my homework. And it does <laughs> seem like you might have been involved in a film, a short film called Sawa. I think Sawa. Am I saying it oh, right? Sawa, yes. I said it right. Finally, yes. I said something right. That's perfect. So yes, that's due out in October. Now, October Raya Raya. Yeah, that yes, sounds fun. Yes. He's cool. one of he's one of my best friends. He was the that's director. Cool. And we did it while in Montreal, actually. Oh, okay. Mm. Yeah, I said it was yeah. it's released, it's releasing in Canada in October. So I had a feeling it was a domestic release. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Very so, cool. Yeah, really. So that must cool. have been fun. Because I mean the last I think the last thing that you did in IMDB was like a, a number of years ago. So this must have been awesome for you to be able to kind of get True. back into it a little bit because you obviously 100%. love it, right? Yeah. yeah cool. I had the problem that when I was in my university, I tried to do some modeling thing, like a modeling mm. pageant. Yeah. And it was like a big deal. And mm. then my university got really upset. I kind of asked for the permission. I'm a mm. straight A student. Like, like I was, yeah, mm. I, I won't. Well, that was the deal you made with here. your parents, right? I was paying attention. Yeah. If you didn't have yeah. the straight A's, you can. True, true, yeah. true. And, uh, and uh, even though I had a problem with this teacher because he did not tolerate that I did it, even though I asked for permission. And so, yeah, studying while acting was mm. not possible anymore. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. Because then all the way from elementary school to high school, if I acted, it could even take like, I think the longest period that I went without going physically to school was two months. In those two months, my mother would be an angel and she would go and get the copies from my friends of everything that they were seeing. And all my friends in the camper, when we were acting, they were just playing around and having fun. And I'd be studying, 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 studying. And that really helped me. That really built up, I think, my, my, my personality. Mm. And, um, and that really helped me to pursue something outside of acting as well. It's cool. It's, it's just yeah. nice that it's kind of coming back full circle, you know, in a way. So it'd be nice to see you be able to continue doing that. So anyways, well, how will people see this when it, like when it comes out in October? Is it coming out on like, is it I'm where? Not like, sure. Don't know? I'm not okay, sure, but well, I can we'll let just, you guys know. Yeah, uh, do it. Go to my LinkedIn account sure. and I can be posting it there. Cool. Yeah. Um, when it gets, when it gets closer to release, probably. Yeah. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Okay, it's, cool. It excites me. Thank awesome. you so much. All right. Awesome. Well, thank <laughs> you, awesome. Ilze. It was awesome to have you on here. It was awesome yeah, to get to practice saying you. your name a few times so I can now stop sound <laughs> like an idiot online. Um, that's great. If, oh, if anything, you. that was awesome. Um, thank you, David, for obviously being here as usual and tolerating my goofiness. Um, thank you both. And thank you from on behalf of the, of the community because it was, it was a great chat. And um, Thank you, community, for being here because it's you know these chats would be kind of boring without you. So thank you, everybody. Big hug. All right. So good luck with your triathlon tonight, David. Go to bed. You're it's all past your bedtime. He's also an early bird, and I'll see everybody on the next one. Bye. Bye. Cheers. Thank you. Well, another conversation with um, another night. Um, it's um, uh, I don't know, man. It's it's like, like David and I always we always kid around like it's like the highlight of our week. It really actually is, and it's like no no joke. It's just fun to be able to get people that are like minded on here. And like, I mean, I I'm David was I don't know if he was joking, but I'm seriously gonna go and check out that the LinkedIn crash course that she did because I need that one. I'd like I've always felt like deep down that LinkedIn was like there's something about it. And I find that the content on there is, um, I mean, obviously, because I mean, it's like, unlike Facebook, which is just everything. It's like, no, it's like, it's, it's, it's like that in a way, but it's so focused on what you, what you're interested in professionally. So I always, I'm always amazed at the, the amazing content that I see dropped in there. As a matter of fact, I've been scouting in there lately, finding some amazing people, amazing talented, amazingly talented people dropping things in LinkedIn and asking if they wanted to come on a show like this. And like, you know, just, just to kind of like a spotlight on, Hey, just randomly, you look amazing. And the work that you do is great. Do you want to talk about it? And I've actually tapped a couple of people over the last little while and they're like, yeah, let's do it. So LinkedIn is amazing. And it really is. It has become like the, the, you know, this is today's resume, you know, no one sends resumes or CVs anymore. It's like, go to my LinkedIn. Jesus, like, why do you need anything else? It's got everything and, and more because you can link to demo reels. You can link to all the other things. So yeah, that is such a, that's such sage advice. If you're going to do anything, at least do LinkedIn because, um, it starts there. And if you want to do more and you want to build like a YouTube empire, like he'll say done, then go ahead. If you, uh, if you have the stomach for it and the time, but, um, at the very least, at the very, very least step one would be probably getting that LinkedIn. It actually, it would shock me to find out that people don't have LinkedIn profiles at this point. So if you're one of those people, I'm sorry if it makes you feel bad for me saying that you should probably just go and take that advice and, and start that. Um, so thanks for being here as usual. Um, we um we have more great content coming up next week so please stay tuned um as always it's always amazing to have you in chat and um yeah have a good evening or good day depending on where you're connecting from cheers 
Thanks for listening to this episode. We hope you got a lot out of it. Agora Community is a free resource for artists in the animation, visual effects and gaming industries, providing daily educational material, free rigs and assets. We also have a range of experts you can purchase affordable animation reviews from to help you level up your skills. You can check it all out at agora.community. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter and LinkedIn for updates on upcoming conversations and free animation quick tips. So, until next time, stay tuned and stay animated.